What is good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast, man. Back at it again today, Wednesday, August 28th. Hope all you guys have had a good week up till now, man. Keep grinding, keep being positive, keep doing what you got to do, man. Tomorrow, we finally get some college football games. I believe Clemson plays, Utah plays, and Texas A&M all play. All top-ranked teams, of course. Um, So I'm glad and happy that college football is officially back even though we had some games this past weekend but everybody's gonna play um in these next couple of days but today so i'm gonna continue talking about some high school basketball monday i talked about hillcrest prep yesterday i talked about mont verde down in florida so today i want to talk about another top ranked high school basketball team that will be really good this year and were really good last year and that is the img academy ascenders now if you don't know what IMG is. It pretty much is a high school college. And what I mean by that is it's probably one of the most futuristic high school campuses on planet earth. And literally they have everything. I'm pretty sure um, most of their kids are student athletes. So, you know, everybody there, majority of the kids there are athletes. I'm pretty sure that's how it goes. But man, the facilities that they have, NFL players train there, NBA players train there, pro tennis players play there, pro golf players train there. They have so many different facilities and so many different sports teams that it's crazy. And it's honestly, you know, kind of ridiculous that they have a high school program for all these different type of sports. But it's actually dope at the same time. They produced hundreds of football players. They produced a plethora of basketball players who I'll talk about in a second. And they're just a a sports high school machine, if you want to say that. But let's talk about their basketball team. So last year, they actually won the GEICO National Championship, which is pretty much the GEICO National Champions or the GEICO Invitational Tournament pretty much is a tournament that's played every year in New York at Christ the King High School, where Lamar Odom went to school at. And pretty much the top eight teams in the nation are hand-picked, invitational, of course, and they play and they play for the ultimate championship, which is the GEICO National Championship. It's pretty much like the Elite Eight for high school basketball. And so... IMG actually won it last year, and they won it with players like Jeremiah Robinson Earl, who they won't have coming back due to graduation, who's going to be a really, really good player at Villanova this upcoming season. They lose Armando Baycott, who's another player that they lost to graduation, who's at North Carolina right now, who's going to be a freshman also. And they lose Josh Green, who's also going to be a freshman at the University of Arizona. And they lose Noah Farrakhan, who didn't graduate, but he's in the class of 2020, so he'll be a senior this upcoming year. But he transferred. He decided to go back home up to New Jersey, and he'll play at the Patrick School alongside a couple really good players. But last year's IMG team went 29-1. and They only lost one single game. Of course, they ended up winning um, the Guy Cole tournament. So also, IMG is also located in Bradenton, Florida, which is about 50 minutes south of Tampa. So it's right, it's literally right on the coast of Florida too. Like it's literally on a beach. So that's even crazier too. It's a beautiful campus. I, I've never been there personally, but I've actually seen it on YouTube and stuff like that. And it's honestly just crazy what it is. But I want to talk about the team that they're going to have this upcoming season. So they're actually coached by coach Sean Mickaloon. I believe is how you say his last name. If, I, if it's not how you say it, please forgive me, but that's just how I pronounce it. Um, but some notable alumni that they've had play basketball. So just to put this out there, they've had Bruno Fernando, who just finished off his collegiate career at the University of Maryland, was just recently drafted to the Atlanta Hawks. 
They've had Trayvon Duvall, who we all know was a stud in high school, ended up going to Duke, and now he's kind of fighting his way in the G League and trying to make a name for himself in the NBA. They also had Emmett Williams, who's headed into his sophomore year at the University of LSU, Louisiana State University. They had Anthony Simons, who we all remember, I want to say it was last year, maybe two years ago, ended up skipping college and heading up into playing and going directly into the NBA, got drafted by the Portland Trailblazers, and definitely be on the lookout for him. He's going to be a really good player for the Trailblazers in the near future. Then we have Silvio D'Souza, who actually went there for a couple years, actually skipped his second semester of his senior year to go and play at the University of Kansas. I believe he will be, he's either going to be a junior or a senior this upcoming season. I don't know exactly which because he had some weird stuff going on with some NCAA violations and stuff like that, but I know he is eligible to play this upcoming season. I believe he will be a junior, so that shout out to him. And then lastly is Jonathan Isaac, who's one of my favorite players to ever go to uh, IMG. Actually ended up going to Florida State, and then he went and got drafted in the lottery, I believe, to the Orlando Magic, still played for the Magic, and he's one of my favorite players in the league, and I really think he's going to end up being a candidate for most improved player this upcoming season. But that's just some notable alumni. So let's get into the actual team and some of the players that return first, and then we'll get to the transfers later. So the returners. The first returner is probably one of the better players on the team, and he goes by the name of Jaden Springer. Jaden Springer, 6'4", shooting guard slash small forward, really good, strong, powerful wing. He's from Charlotte, North Carolina, played for B-Maze Elite, which is a team on the Under Armour, Cir on the Under Armour Association circuit based out of Tennessee. Jaden Springer is a really good player, and he's probably a top 20 to probably top 15 player in this class. I like his game a lot. Really versatile score, strong Division I body built, really versatile score, loves the mid-range game, has a little bit of everything to him, can finish through traffic. He was a very, very big reason that they ended up winning the Geico National Invitational Tournament last year. Um, like I said, from Charlotte, he's a returner in the class of 2020. He actually cut his list to a top five, and I believe he'll start taking official visits pretty soon, um, if I remember that to be correct. But his top five looks like this. He has Michigan, Coach Jawan Howard and the Wolverines in the Big Ten. He has Memphis, Coach Penny Hardaway in the AAC and company in the Tigers. Florida, Coach Mike White in the Gators in the um, SEC. North Carolina, Coach um, Roy Williams in the Tar Heels in the excuse me, in the ACC, and they have Tennessee, Coach Rick Barnes and staff and the volunteers in the SEC. Now, the favorites to land him from what I've been hearing for a very long time are North Carolina, but I would definitely not sleep on Michigan in his recruitment. I think Jawan Howard has done a really, really phenomenal job ever since he's got to Michigan at recruiting on the recruiting trail. Kids are definitely paying attention to what Michigan is doing. I don't know what they're going to take from what he does in his first season for the Wolverines in Ann Arbor, but when it comes to recruiting, he's definitely done a pretty solid job since he's been there. A lot of kids are definitely taking a lot of attention to Michigan. So shout out to Coach Jawan Howard. But I say definitely here, North Carolina probably is the favorite, but Michigan definitely has a good chance, and I would not sleep on Tennessee either. I heard it's a really good – he has a really good connection with Coach Barnes and staff at Tennessee. So that is Jaden Springer. Moving on, the next returner on the team – Goes by the name of Jerace Walker. I believe is how you say his name. It's either Jerace or Jerace Walker. Um, but he is a 6'7 forward, originally from Baltimore, Maryland. He is a returner in the class of 2022, which means he will be a sophomore this upcoming year, man. I like this dude's game a lot. He's young, 
has some experience playing with Team USA. He actually played on the Under Armour Association also, but he played for Team Thrill, which is Will Barton's team. Will Barton, who is a shooting guard for the Denver Nuggets, is sponsored by Under Armour. But Jerace Walker, man, is super, super talented. He's young, but man... He is built like a Division One player right now. He's lanky, really good defender, really competitive type of player. Not afraid to dunk on your head and make that highlight and crowd awing play. I like his game a lot, man. Right now, it's early in his recruitment, obviously because he's so young, but he has picked up offers from Florida coach Mike White and the Gators, of course, and Virginia Tech coach Mike Young in the ACC. First year on the job, rec recruiting-wise, he's done a pretty good job. And so those are his lo two loan offers as of right now. I'm pretty sure he has some more, but those are just the ones that I could find as of right now. But that is Jarese Walker. I like to do it a lot. Young, really good, talented. He's going to be a stud by the time he gets out of high school. I like his game a lot. So moving on, though, another returner to IMG is Brandon Huntley Hatfield. 6'8 power forward out of Clarksville, Tennessee. Also in the class of 2022, which means he'll be a sophomore this upcoming year. He also played for B Mays Elite, which is the same Under Armour squad that Jaden Springer played on. But he didn't play on the 17U team. He played on the 16U team, which isn't really a big deal. He'll play on the 17U team next year. He's still young, so it doesn't really make it doesn't really matter what age group he plays right now. But Brandon Huntley Hatfield, man, is super talented. I really think this dude has a chance to play in the NBA. He's 6'8", but he plays like a guard. He He's like that KD, uh, what's it called, archetype. Like, he literally plays like that. Like, can dribble the ball, really good handle, can shoot over anybody, gets a lot of really good airtime when he shoots it, really good form, aggressive score, lethal score. I like his game a lot. Lanky, whoever gets him in college is going to get a really, really good piece and a really, really good player. Um, right now, his recruitment just started to take off this past summer. And, man, he has offers from Baylor, Wake Forest, Tennessee, Auburn, and Ole Miss, just to name a few. Really getting a lot of SEC attention. Ultimately, I don't know where he's going to end up, but I do think it'll be in the SEC. But, man, Brandon Huntley Hatfield, really talented player. I watched him a couple different times. I didn't, even know it was him. I didn't even know it was him. I didn't even know he went to IMG at the time. But, man, really, really talented forward. IMG got a really good pickup in Brandon Huntley Hatfield. So that is him. And then we got two more returners. And then we'll get to the transfers. The two next returners are Eric Daly Jr., who is a small forward out of Tampa, Florida. He is in the class of 2022 also. Now, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I don't know if Eric Daly Jr. will be playing on this exact team because IMG usually has like a post-grad team. They have an undergrad team. And they have just like a whole bunch of different basketball teams. So it's like sometimes it's hard to actually see who's going to be on the actual roster for the team that's going to compete in the Geico National Tournament, but I think Eric Daly Jr. should be on this team, but um, Eric Daly Jr., if you don't know that name, um, Eric Daly Sr. played at TCU back in the 90s. He was one of the best players to ever go to TCU and play for the Horned Frogs, um, and he ended up playing in Spain. Keep that in mind. His mom also played at Texas and was a WNBA coach, Shelly, for a long time, or Shell, excuse me, forgive me for that, Shell, um, and Eric Daly II is a really interesting player. 6'6", small forward, has offered from Florida A&M, Florida, Texas A&M, and FC Barcelona. Yes, FC Barcelona. He did not play travel ball this past summer. He did not play on a single AAU circuit. His dad, I'm pretty sure, has some connections in Spain, and he actually played in Barcelona and Madrid in some tournaments. So he got to compete against some really high-level players instead of playing on the AAU circuit, and that might be really, really valuable. I actually like that. This dude... 
also has a real lot of potential to play in the NBA. I seen him do a, a windmill off the off vert the other day. He is talented. He is a really aggressive scorer. Lethal has multiple can guard multiple positions. Lanky right now. He's only six six right now, but by the time he gets from IMG and graduates, I think he'll be somewhere around six eight six nine. He has all the tools. Obviously, I already broke down his mom and his dad. He's gonna be tall. He's built to play basketball. That's a fact. I like his game a lot. He's young, has some experience playing with Team USA, but man, that experience with him playing overseas and playing a different type of basketball is really going to pay off. His dad is honestly, or I'm pretty sure it was his dad that made him do that because he played in Spain also, but it's a really smart move. Like if I had that option to have my coach play AU ball or overseas, I'm not going to lie. I think I would have my son play overseas or my daughter overseas because it's just a different type of experience. It's a different type of basketball. And you want to be able to expand your basketball game as much as you can. And that's the perfect way to do it. Like, no no, no knocking on AAU ball either, though, because I love AAU basketball. I watch it all the time, especially, obviously, when it's booming in the summer. But getting that overseas experience, man, is just completely different. I think Eric Daly Jr., getting that experience is really going to help him a lot and progress his game. He's definitely going to get better a lot faster than a lot of his peers in his class and just the type of players he's going to play against. So shout out to him for that. But as I also stated, um, offers right now, Florida A&M, Florida A&M, you, excuse me, Florida A&M, HBCU, shout out to them, Florida, Texas A&M, and FC Barcelona. So still early in the process, he's going to get a lot of offers, but shout out to Eric Daly Jr. or Eric Daly II, which I, I don't know which one he prefers, but he uses both of them from what I've seen. But that is him. And then the last returner we have on the IMG team, who I know for sure will be returning and on this team, is Michael Brown Jones. 6'7 forward, originally from Philly, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. He's in the class of 2020. He actually played for Team Rio on the Under Armour circuit, which is pretty much the team Rio is based out of New Jersey. Um, but man, this dude, I like him a lot too. He's a he's another dude on IMG that is a versatile forward that can play the two, the three, or the four. Lanky type of player, high major division one type of player, can shoot it, athletic as I don't know what. He's probably one of the best dunkers on the team. Grinder, tough, competitor, does a little bit of everything. Um, he actually was he actually was committed to Penn State at a point in time, Pat Chambers and Penn State, the Nittany Lions, decommitted from Penn State, and now he recently just announced his top one, two, three, four, five schools. So I and he'll take an official visit this weekend. I'll talk about that. But he's down to five schools, and that is BCU, Virginia Commonwealth, and the Rams, New Mexico, the Lobos, in the big um in the Mountain West, excuse me, South Florida, which is an interesting school, Temple, hometowns or near the hometown school, and St. Joe. So he is taking an official visit to VCU this weekend, and I believe he'll follow up a next visit with New Mexico, and then he'll go in order and try and round out his official visits, and then I believe he will commit after he takes all those official visits. So he is down to those five schools, as I stated. I'll state it again. BCU, New Mexico, South Florida, Temple, and St. Joe's. Temple, St. Joe's, obviously being the somewhat hometown schools. We'll see where he ends up committing. I'll probably say as of now, I think it's a chance that he could stay in South Florida and end up committing to South Florida in the um and them and the Bulls down there, but I think he does end up going back home. I think Temple or St. Joe's will end up getting him. We shall see. Temple got a new head coach in Aaron McKee, so we'll see how that goes. Um, but man, that is the last of the transfers. Michael Brown Jones be on the lookout for him. So let's get into the transfers. The transfers, and they got some really, really good transfers. Let's just put that out there right now. So 
first and foremost, they got top five consensus player in the nation, and that is Jalen Johnson. I've talked about Jalen Johnson a couple different times on my podcast, but man, Jalen Johnson is a 6'8 point forward. That means he can play the point guard. He can play a little bit of the two. He can play the three, or he can play the four. He can play one through four. Man, really, really good player, versatile, playmaker, really has it all. He is from Sun Prairie, Wisconsin. He transferred in from Nicolette High School, where he went for the past three years. He's in the class of 2020. He played on the Nike EYBL circuit for Phenom U, which is based out of the Milwaukee, Wisconsin area, where he's originally from. And he committed to Mike Krzyzewski in the Duke Blue Devils on the 4th of July of this year. So, man, Coach K and company got a really, really good player, but they're going to have to watch him for a season play for IMG. And Jalen Johnson might end up just being the best player on this team. We'll see. I got to watch him play, but he's a really good player. I like his game a lot. He doesn't. My only concern about him right now is that he doesn't shoot the ball a lot. And what I mean by that, he doesn't shoot a lot of threes in games and stuff like that. And it's not necessarily the fact that he needs to or that he is not good enough to pull him. But it's just the fact that he needs to start getting more in-game reps of shooting threes in-game because it's like he's so dominant, he's so strong that he's able to finish through contact, you know, against whoever. But I want him to be able to take game reps because a lot of there's a lot of players, if you look at it, there's a lot of great players that have gone through the high school ranks and ultimately went to college that didn't that were so dominant on the high school level that it was so easy for them that they didn't have to shoot threes. And I don't want that to be the case for Jalen Johnson. I want him to be able to spread the floor because eventually once he gets to the NBA, he's going to have to because he's not going to be the strongest person on the court as he was throughout high school. And, you know, even in college, he'll be at some point in time. But so I just want him to be able to stretch the floor. But other than that, man, really elite passer, really good playmaker. Get into the rack is easy for him, as I already stated. I like his game a lot. He's committed to Coach K. So that is Jalen Johnson. Next, another transfer that they got, another really good transfer, by the way, who might end up committing to Coach K in, in the Blue Devils also, is Mark Williams. Mark Williams is a seven-foot center. He's originally from Norfolk, Virginia. He transferred in from Norfolk Academy, also in the class of 2020, which means he'll be a senior. He played on the Nike EYBL circuit with Boo Williams, which is the top Nike team based out of Virginia. Mark Williams, I actually watched a couple different times because I watched Boo Williams play the family a couple different times. But Mark Williams, man, seven-footer, he's going to be the anchor of this IMG team because he was the anchor of his Boo Williams team. Really elite rim protector, good shot blocker, Runs the floor very hard, dunks pretty much everything that comes his way at a seven-foot height. I got to see if he's more versatile offensively. He does have a really solid post game that he needs to keep expanding, but hopefully, you know, he, at IMG, he learns to expand his game shooting-wise. He didn't really need to shoot a lot because at seven-foot, he's just taller than most people he plays against. Um, really good strength, too. Athleticism is there. He's got it pretty much the full package, except for offensively. He's just got to keep expanding on that, but... He also recently announced his top seven schools, and they look like this. He has the Duke Blue Devils in there. He has the Ohio State Buckeyes in there. He has the Stanford Cardinals in there. He has Georgetown in there. He has UCLA, North Carolina State, and Virginia Tech. The favorites to land him for a minute now have honestly been Coach K and the Blue Devils. We see, we'll see what they can do. Um, it sounds like Coach K has been recruiting them pretty hard, but I would not sleep on two teams here, and that is Ohio State and that is Virginia Tech. I think Ohio State and Coach Chris Holman have done a really good job recruiting him, and I think Virginia Tech and Coach Mike Young have done a really good job recruiting him as well. But like a lot of people, I think ultimately Mark Williams will end up committing to Duke. That is just my personal opinion. So that is Mark Williams. Another transfer that they got is Matthew 
Morrell, who I've talked about, I just talked about a couple days ago on my podcast. But Matthew Morrell, 6'4 shooting guard out of Memphis, Tennessee. He transfers in from Whitehaven High School, which is a really good high school basketball program in Memphis, Tennessee. This dude is really talented. He played on the Under Armour Association with Team Dab, which is Thaddeus Young's team based out of Memphis on the Under Armour circuit. He is one of the most explosive scorers in the entire country. I think he is the best scorer on this team. I think he will end up leading this team in scoring because he is a really, really good scorer. 6'4", shooting guard, really good height, good handle. Jumper is out of this world. He has NBA range already. He scores in so many different ways that it's honestly crazy. I like his game a lot, man. Really dynamic score. Can't play the one-two, but I think his best position is at the shooting guard because his ability to score is just unlike any other players in the nation. He's a very explosive scorer, but man, he actually recently released his top five, which I did a podcast on, but his top five looks like this. He has Vanderbilt, Florida, Ole Miss, Auburn, and Texas. So it looks like he'll be playing in the SEC um, a little bit more of a chance than playing in the Big 12. But the favorites to land him are Vanderbilt because his former head coach at Vander, excuse me, his former head coach at Whitehaven High School, Faraji Phillips, is now an assistant coach at Vanderbilt under head coach Jerry Stackhouse, newly named head coach, I say Jerry Stackhouse. So it looks like the Vanderbilt Commodores will end up getting Matthew Morrell. But what I've been hearing, though, in the rumblings is Florida has a good chance also. Auburn has a really good chance, Coach Bruce Pearl. And I've heard that Coach K and the Duke Blue Devils are looking hard into recruiting him, and an offer could come sooner rather than later. So we'll definitely keep an eye on that. But as of right now, it looks like Vanderbilt will definitely get Matthew Morrell. So that is Matthew Morrell. Next, we have Musa Diabite. Now, I like this dude a lot. I watched him a couple different times. But Musa Diabite, 6'10 power forward, who's from Arcadia, Florida. He is of French descent, though. Um, he actually played for France on the, or excuse me, in the FIBA um, America's under-18 team. Um, he transfers in from DME Academy, which is located in Daytona Beach, Florida. He's in the class of 2021, which means he'll only be a junior in high school. He is, I believe he is a five-star player. He should be a five-star player, at least. Um, played on the Nike EYBL circuit with the Knight Riders Elite Program, which are based out of Florida. Musa Diabite, man, is very, very talented. 6'10", but he can play on the wing and he can play in the post. That's what I like about him a lot. He is that NBA prototypical big man where he can stretch the floor, play in the post, get you post buckets, rebounds very hard, runs the floor very hard, really can finish in transition. I like his game a lot. Right now, he has offers from Florida State, Georgia Tech, Arkansas, Memphis, Illinois, and Oklahoma State, just to name a few, but trust me, the Blue Blood schools, Kansas, Kentucky, North Carolina, and who else am I missing? Um, Duke or yeah, and Duke are all gonna come calling in soon for for Musa Diabite services. This dude is really really good. I like his game a lot. He's very very talented in everything that he does. Just got to keep expanding. He'll have another year of high school left after this one in AU ball. Trust me, he's gonna blow up. He should be. He's probably a top ten player in his class as of right now, in my personal opinion. And so that, ladies and gentlemen, is the IMG Ascenders roster as of what it will look like now as i stated earlier i do not know for a fact if eric daly the second or eric daly jr will be on this team because img has so many different teams so just you know give me some leeway there because i don't know exact teams that they have but i do know all the other players that i named will be officially on the, the top roster so that is that and now 
moving on to the second thing I want to talk about today. I want to talk about my Michigan State Spartans, of course. And that is with a top recruit that we've been recruiting pretty hard now. He goes by the name of Matty Sissoko. Now, Matty Sissoko is a 6'10 power forward slash center. He's originally from Mali, West Africa, which if you know Mali, West Africa, it's a country in West Africa, excuse me. And Fali Dante is from the same country. And Fali Dante was another player that my Spartans were recruiting. We missed out on him. He ultimately ended up reclassifying and going into the class of 2019. Now he plays at Oregon. He's going to head and go to school up at Oregon in Eugene. But Matty Sissoko was also from the same place. But he came out here and he ended up playing in Utah. He currently goes to Wasatch Academy, which is a very, very good. It's probably the best high school basketball program in Utah. It's one of the best high school basketball programs in the entire country. They were actually invited to play in the Geico National High School Invitational Tournament, which I, which I talked about earlier, that IMG ended up winning. Um, I believe they actually, I think they actually lost to IMG. Or no, they lost to Oak Hill in the first round. Excuse me, they lost to Cole Anthony, Kofi Cogburn, and Cam Thomas in the first round. Coach Steve Smith in the Warriors in the first round. But... It's located in Mount Pleasant, Utah. They got a really good team coming into this year, actually. They had a good team last year, but I think the team that they have this year up and coming is really good. But Matty Sissoko actually played for Vegas Elite on the Nike EYBL tournament, or excuse me, the Nike EYBL circuit. And it's funny because I didn't even realize that Michigan State was recruiting him until literally about two weeks ago. Like, I had no clue that he actually visited our campus. I had no clue Coach Izzo was pursuing him very hard. But it's interesting. But I do like this dude's game a lot. He's strong. He has a quick burst when it comes to just dunking on people and getting off the floor and getting up to the rack. He can take contact because Kofi Cockburn, if you don't know who that is, Spartan fans, you will see him this upcoming year. He plays for Illinois. He is a big, big body. I actually seen Matty Sissoko dunk on him because he's a little bit, Matty's a little bit skinnier than him, but he dunked on him in that game when they played Oak Hill. But he's strong can rebound the hell out of the ball, and he's fast. I think if he does come to my Spartans, he's going to be a perfect fit because he runs the floor very, very fast. At his height, at 6'9", 6'10"-ish, he runs very, very fast. I like his game a lot, though. But he has officially announced his visits, his official visits that he will be taking ASAP, no rocking. It looks like this. Um, he's going to officially visit Kansas on the 30th of this month, which is this weekend. Then he's going to next week, he's going to visit the University of Memphis and the Tigers. Then that following weekend of that week on the 3rd of September, which is next week, which is Tuesday, I believe that Thursday, he's going to go right to Michigan State and visit my Spartans. But going back, let's do some history here. He actually visited officially busy, unofficially visited. So we're going to get into a visit right now. He unofficially visited the University of Colorado on October 26, 2018, unofficially. Then. He unofficially visited my Spartans on May 10th of this year, which I had no clue about. I had no clue he was on campus at all this past summer. Then the next month in June, on June 7th, he, he officially visited UCLA and the Bruins and Coach Mick Cronin. So he visited out here. And then his most recent visit that he actually took on July 29th, he officially visited BYU. So those are some of the schools that are interested in him. Um, he actually said... Going back, he said he will make a decision right after he makes his um, official visit to my Spartans of Michigan State. So it's going to be interesting. I like our chances a lot because we're the only school that he's visited twice. And I like that a lot. I think it's a really good fit. And, you know, I think he's a really good player for us. I think it'd be a really, really good fit for both parties. I think we have the best chance at landing him. But I will not sleep on BYU. I think BYU has a really good chance at getting him too. 
The Cougars have done a really good job recruiting him. Obviously, he's in state, so it's easier for them to access him. But I think ultimately he does end up committing to my Spartans. But as I said earlier, he will visit Kansas this weekend, Coach Bill Self and the Jayhawks. Then next week on the 3rd, he will visit Coach Penny Hardaway in Memphis. And then finally, that same weekend, Thursday, or same week, I guess, Thursday, he will visit my Spartans. So that is Maddie Sissoko. I like him. I like his game a lot. I do ultimately think he ends up committing to my Spartans, and that is that. As always, man, shout out to my family at Nuts and Bolts Sports Media. Go check out their podcast. I'm featured on their podcast network, but they got a whole bunch of other really good podcasts. Go check out their articles and content and write-up. They make a lot of fire-fire content from all different types of sports. College football's coming up. They got that. NFL's back. They got that. College basketball is about to come back. Basketball, NBA basketball about to come back. Tennis is booming right now. Go check out Nuts and Bolts Sports, man, on Twitter or wherever you can find them online. And as always, man, please like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, and share. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, man, please, 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 please leave a review. I don't care if it's good or bad. Just please leave a review and rate me. I appreciate it. I appreciate all the love, too. I've been getting a lot of love lately. I appreciate you guys for that, man. We're going to keep going. As always, man, this has been another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast. Y'all have a beautiful and blessed rest of your hump day and finish out this week strong, man. It's going by fast. It's already Wednesday. Just keep going. Put your head down. Focus on your grind and stay positive, man. But with all that being said, peace, love, and blessings gone.